0: Hello! Welcome back to Monocycle, a podcast by Man Repeller, hosted by me, Leandra Medine. In this week's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about self-sabotage, which is a condition I was recently diagnosed with. Uh, did I know I was a self-sabotager? No! Did I think I could possibly be one? Absolutely not. Who would deliberately fuck themselves over? Am I right? Can I get a heck yeah? Can I get a heck no? No? Okay. Uh, Let's get into it because now's the time. You know what they say, right? They say now's the time, which is why I just said that. So, not to sound redundant or anything, but now's the time. I was recently at my therapist's office, and he was asking what's going on, and I was like, if you'd believe it, Steve, everything is going pretty well, but I do keep coming back to this very strange sensation that overcomes me every two weeks. And he was like, well, what is that? And I was like, right now I happen to be in like a pretty good bout, but this thing will happen where I'm eating really well, and I'm working really hard, and I'm not consuming very much alcohol, and all of my ducks seem to be in a row, and I feel very much in control, and Even if things aren't going well, they seem to be going well because I'm doing everything I can to ensure that they're going well. And then like two or three weeks into this like very, very solid cycle, I will completely spiral in the other direction. Like I will stop eating sprouted grains and go straight for the processed bread and I will eat – like Haribo gummies in place of fruit. And then all of a sudden my heart starts beating really fast and I start to feel like a scatterbrain. And then to remedy it, I'll drink like three glasses of wine and that is not the way you remedy scatterbrain, nor is it a, a very fastly beating heart. And... um I start to feel like shit and then my work is affected by that because I'm not treating my body well and I feel like I'm not really respecting myself. And so I'm explaining this to my therapist last week and he's like, well, what word keeps coming up for you when you say this? And I'm like, I don't know, laziness. It's like I'm doing well and I'm really proud of myself and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, no, I need to stop being so good. Because I happen to be someone who is very, very indulgent. I think that there's an element of hedonism in a lot of what motivates me. And I'm not really afraid to say that. And I, I do believe that I'm someone who abides by the tenets of joie de vivre, because if what you're doing is not for the betterment of your own sense of like happiness, then like what is it for, right? But anyway, so... I told my therapist lazy, and in response, he was like, no, Leandra, self-sabotage. And this was like one of those aha moments in therapy because I was like, whoa, you just explained so much of my world to me. Like all of these feelings of imposter syndrome started rushing back, and I started to sort of get on the defensive, and I was like – well, yeah, like, why wouldn't I sabotage myself? I should do it before someone else does it, right? Uh, Which is obviously not a constructive way to live your life in any capacity whatsoever. But I don't know. I guess I'm just curious if anyone else senses or feels these uh, sentiments of self-sabotage. And I guess I'll go in a little bit to what I do to try to combat it. I know it's only been two weeks since I learned that I'm a self-sabotager, but it's also been pretty exciting and impressive to find myself aware of these patterns, you know, so a week will be really good where I'm working really hard. I'm at the office until 730 every night and things are getting done within the boundaries and deadlines that I that I impose on myself. And then the following week, I will attempt to not hit my goals. But I'll remember that I'm a self-sabotager. And as a result of that, force myself to do it. I mean, this sort of even happens with my exercise where Sometimes I feel like I'm never going to be as motivated as other people are because, like, I'll be in an exercise class and we'll be on push-up number 27, and I'll look up and then just sit up and say, I'm sorry, I'm done. Like, I'm not doing this to my body. And for a long time, I thought that was me respecting my own boundaries. But what I realized is that that's called not pushing yourself. Um, So... And I, I actually spoke about this with my husband recently because I was trying to force him to come to a fitness class with me called The Class. And I told him that I could, that the last class I'd gone to, I got through every single one of the burpees. And a lot of the reason I was able to do that is because as I was doing them, I was telling myself that the only person standing in my way was me. And I know that sounds really cliche. And I know that I say this every week on this show. But cliches exist for a reason. It's pretty insane. Like, to actually put the emotion together with the thought that the only person holding you back is you is so powerful. I I don't know. You're, like, doing a jump squat and you're like, no, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Like, who are you talking to? Who are you telling that to? I think I, I do get a little bit afraid to move on to the next level, right? So it's sort of like I'm in a video game and I just overcame level three. I'm in a video game and I just overcame level three. And instead of working my way up to level four, which is a new a – ho- which is a brave new world, I revert back to level two because I already know how to get to level three. And so it's this constant need to be moving, but not necessarily be innovating or something in my own life. I'm not like talking about work and trying to use buzz startup words. That just happens naturally, you know, because I'm so startup chic. <laughs> startup chic is maybe the funniest concept in my mind at this point present moment because I just keep seeing like computers dressed up in Gucci outfits with flip flops um Sometimes I feel like self-sabotage might just be heightened egotism, like things are going really well. I'm feeling really good. I can just sit back and rest on my laurels now. But um, I guess the other thing specifically about me, because both of my parents are immigrants and my mom specifically is essentially a refugee, um, is that there's this overarching sense of doomsdays around the corner that... I apply to almost every area of my life, right? So things will be going really well, and then I'll think to myself, like, oh, gosh, it's only a matter of time before things start going really, really poorly again. Um, I can very distinctly remember that when I was engaged to my husband, Abi, I was, like, positive that I had breast cancer because it just didn't seem possible that I could have been marrying this, like, person who I'd been in love with for six years And who I'd literally stalked for three of the six years because the crazy girl never actually ends up with the guy. And yet somehow that's what happened. Anyway, one of the really interesting things I think for me about coming into your late 20s is that you really start to experience a newfangled sense of self-awareness. I think... That if your teens are all about being cool, then your early 20s are about coming off as really smart. And as you begin to trail into your 30s, you realize that smartness is fine and being cool is nothing more, nothing less than cool. Um, but it's really all about soul. And this is something that Rashida Jones said to me in a previous episode of The Chat Room, and it's something that I think about a lot. And I totally see it now because I'm starting to acknowledge and recognize these patterns of self-sabotage in me. And every time I see myself falling into one, it's really exciting to feel like I could pick myself up out of it and, and overcome it, you know? So to go back to that video game metaphor from before, This isn't just me reverting back to level two again so that I can get to level three because I know how to, but it's me like maybe beginning to take a step back, realizing what I'm doing, and then starting to create a whole new game, right? Which is so cool. I guess one of the things you're gonna learn about me is that I speak in metaphor a lot. And sometimes they make sense, but often they don't. And so if they don't, I want you to tell me that under your five-star ratings on iTunes. Thank you. And thank you to Master and Dynamic for lending your studio space to me. In case you're wondering, I am currently wearing a light blue training bra with a pair of exercise pants that are burgundy. If you flip to Instagram, you may or may not find a photo of the aforementioned outfit.